Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios here in South Florida. And uh, I want to thank you so very much for joining me here tonight. Uh, Let me just plug in my uh, laptop real quick. We've got plenty of battery but uh i don't get it now i know the applications i'm running are battery heavy so excuse my uh off camera for a sec if i uh had a As I was saying, if I had a producer, they would be doing uh, this for me. I should have just plugged it in beforehand, but uh, anyway, folks, welcome to the show, and uh, for tonight's podcast, uh, we were supposed to have Matt Dallas on the uh, program to talk about Star Wars, but uh, Matt is predisposed uh for the evening so instead i'm going to be talking with uh apex gamma about just about movies politics pop culture we have uh oj's what bronco and on tap uh on skype uh hey it, on tap if, if you want to jump in here on skype i can give you my handle but uh anyway 
Yeah, I know a bunch of uh, new people are joining here. So, um, Apex Gamma will be joining me via Skype whenever he's ready. In the meantime, let me run down the uh, contact info as usual. Uh, follow, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at somebodyrunjuscorenjusd. Hashtag uh, Whitfield Report. You can also follow the Whitfield Report on Twitter at Whitfield Report. You can follow me on Gab and Mines at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Um, and uh, thesamwhitfield.com for all your uh, needs. And also uh, iTunes, Spotify, all that jazz. You know where to find me on the audio podcast feed. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me. And uh, oh, so Jason from On Tap says he's a few beers in. Well, uh, let me. If I can get this to uh, work, I've actually got a uh, beer tube, and actually I pre-gamed tonight too, so I've already had a couple beers. That's admittedly why I'm late, because I, uh, I'm Irish, so, well, I'm part Irish. I'm also part Italian, so, uh... Yeah, I, yeah, I know you have needs. Oh, dude, white bronco. So, uh, anyway, oh, this make a great uh gag uh reel too. Me trying to open up the bottle with my crippled hands. Uh, tonight's podcast is not officially sponsored by uh by uh <laughs> what is this uh Goose IPA. From Chicago. See, I'm even blanking on my, uh, what beer I have. So. And, uh, oh yeah, Goose Island. And it's, uh, 6.5 alcohol, too. Wow, no wonder I was buzzed. Buzzed last night. But, uh, anyway, uh, Apex Gamma is waiting for us. So I'm gonna go ahead and dial him in here on Skype, and we will connect. Hi, Sammy. Hey, Apex. How you? How you doing, sir? I'm doing quite well, buddy. How are you this evening? Good. Can you? Uh, can Can people hear uh, Apex in the? Uh... Oh, hang on. For some reason, uh, it's not working. And yeah, uh, I'll send you my uh. I'll send you my Skype thing. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna add this. Hopefully it'll work. Uh Yeah, well if if that happens I'm gonna have to quit this whole stream. Uh so uh oh, okay. Can people hear Apex Gamma or not? This will be the biggest uh this will be the biggest uh, mess up with my broadcast software. Everything was working fine when I started this. 
So. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez, what Ronka says. All I can hear are blood curdling screams. Uh, are you? Are are you turned into are you turned are you tuned into the light into the light stream OJ uh at, at least you're at least you're not hearing goats behind uh you so okay uh yeah I guess uh the YouTube masters or the uh rather the ecam. Uh, masters don't want to hear from you, Apex, and that saddens me. I have no idea why. Um, yeah, yeah, and I'm and I'm acting like a boomer. Let me quit Skype and uh, bring it back in. So, I. Yeah, so stand by. Tech technical difficulties, folks. Very bad. Not cool. Not trumpular at all. Oh, and of course, of course, Skype wants me to force quit. So, hooray, folks, you're hearing, uh, you're watching Sam do his, uh, own text port. This is lovely. Uh. Today was a bad day to stop, uh, sniffing glue. Just kidding. Referencing an uh, airplane there for you Zoomers there who don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, I just forced... Okay. There we go. Thank you. I just wanted to quit Skype was all. Okay. See, this is the problem, like... Skype is the one VoIP software that integrates with uh, Ecamm, but yet Skype is also made by Microsoft, and I'm on, on a Mac. Uh, and Hangouts is shut down now, so I am forced to use this. Uh... Oh, are we back? Okay, I'm I'm seeing the Skype window now. So, yeah, gr great radio, Sammy. You're uh. Your subs are going to go through the roof. Yellow. Okay, we can finally hear you, I think. So. I hope so. Alright. I was looking um, forward to it. Alright, yay. Fi finally, the people I think can hear you. So, but, um... Right now, because your camera's not on, all, all the people see is just like a Skype window. But that's fine. You don't you don't need to share your face because you're well. I'm a gamma, bro. 
I'm also driving and I don't have my fucking headset. I would totally do video. I'm not afraid. I mean, my, my face has been on my channel before. Wait, uh, so wait, really? How have I, how have I not seen that? Then? You have, I was, I was going to Ursa Manor to, uh, to rescue Alan Powell from underneath, uh, one of, uh, Owen Spence posts. Yeah. That's when you first subscribed to my channel, actually back in the day. So also the, uh, the folks from on tab, I'll get them on here in a sec. I've referenced Jason and Tate. Jason is the one who, uh, found me after the Ben Shapiro interview, which I'm going to re-upload by popular request uh, here soon, although the audio is terrible because I recorded on Blog Talk Radio a long time ago, but they're going to be joining us, so... Sweet! For, for the folks who are sick of just seeing my face, don't worry. You're going to see uh, better-looking faces than mine, so... Um, I don't think anybody's sick of your face, man. Well, I know that uh, <clears throat> Owen probably is. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sick of Owen's face, but that's a different, that's a totally different ballpark there, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I still share the porcelain documentary about Owen. It's, it's amazing. So. That's a, that is a, that is like magnum opus level. Uh, that, that's like my only legit acting credit there. I was, there for like three seconds in that movie, <laughs> but it's on my IMDb page. So there you go. Heck yeah. Uh, okay. Do I want? Do I want? Do I want to dox my Skype handle on a stream? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, yeah, I, I would say probably not. Just, just you know, I'm sure there's. If there's not already, there will be bears watching. Okay, uh... Okay. Um... Well, on tap just doxed their, uh, Skype, so... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll add them. I, well, the thing of it is, the, I, the chat disappears after the replay anyway, so no one's gonna see it. I, oh. I... So, yeah, um... I mean, as, as long as no one has, well, we're not going to get... Don't give him ideas, Sam. Don't give him ideas. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Come on. Come on. So, uh, anyway, Apex, what's going on in your wor world while we're waiting? Well, uh... In true boomer fashion, I am uh, leaving my bowling league, which I realistically only do because my uh, my girlfriend is like a fucking professional bowler. She won like a regional, couple of regional tournaments. She's been bowling since she was like six. She's really good. Um, and we don't have a whole lot of common interest. I don't bowl. I've never bowled in my fucking life. But I'm good at things. So... <laughs> So I signed up for like a mixed bowling league with her uh, a while back. And okay. Once a week, he's us at least a couple of hours together. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. I'm actually driving back from that as we uh, as we speak right now. Now and you're then, now you're not actually a boomer. I mean, no, you're, no. But I'm a 
what would I be? I guess I would be like a. I think I'm a millennial. Yeah, I. Uh, millennials are the new boomers, though. As I got told by a by a 19 year old Zoomer, though today. So. Yeah, no, I'm. I'll be 33 this year. I was born in the mid 80s, so. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm like right. I'm a little bit younger than Owen, who is uh, also a millennial, as far as I know. But either way, that's the other thing that's going on in my world. I, I got that most recent strike, uh, which was my like last and final before they delete my channel. So I've taken an extended hiatus. You know, the two mandatory weeks of no uploading, and then I've been able to upload for a couple of days now. I uploaded the. Justice for Johnny Arcade 2 video when his fucking channel went down again. Oh yes, which, I for I yeah. forgot. No one, no wonder I uh, I'm not enraged. Yeah, Johnny Arcade's channel. For those of you who don't know, the 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 one guy who's been documenting Owens larping into the conservative movement and exposing him as a fraud got uh kicked off YouTube. Meanwhile. Owen is still free to do whatever he wants. Well, Gavin McGinnis and, uh, you know, Crowder and all of the legit conservatives are permabanned off YouTube. It's bizarre. Yeah, but, um, blacklisted and shit. But yeah, no, that, that, was, in, that was pretty infuriating for me, too, because, I mean, it's, it, it seems pretty clear to me that it's, uh, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a play by his new inner circle affairs. Maybe not inner circle, but he's got a group. I mean, I've got some regulars in my comments. They've, they've gone back to videos, uh, you know, two, three months and are commenting shit. It's always the same three or four people. Um, and they seem pretty militant. So, it, I mean, it seems pretty clear to me that we're, you know, both he and I and anybody else really are, are getting mass flags that are naysayers of, of Owens. But Johnny in particular, I mean, I, what I do, as most of, most of you and you, especially Sam, know, I, I, I do the, the shitty little clips and I give some commentary. And very rarely do I have the, the wherewithal to, to go back and find old clips of him contradicting, you know, what he said today. Or, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, whatever, like, uh, I'll say something today and I'll find something from a week ago uh, that he said that is hundred percent contradictory whereas johnny is uh johnny's been in the game a lot longer uh and he's much better at it than me and he he's been i mean he was on a roll he some of his best videos at, that he'd done to date on either his you know original johnny channel and johnny arcade 2 he was really killing it and then all of a sudden strike 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 and not only is he and not only did he get his channel deleted, his first channel just got deleted, uh, the first Johnny Arcade channel. This one, they permabanned him. He's not, his IP is not allowed to own any, any, uh, any other channels, which there are ways around, obviously, but it's still, like, it's still a pretty extreme measure. And it's under the guise of you know, uh, calling for violence and uh, demonizing groups of people and shit, all the things that Owen actually does. And Johnny and myself, to a much lesser extent, are trying to expose. Uh, we're the ones getting hit for it because we highlight all the negative, and you know, instead of you know doing the multi-hour fucking rants like Owen. But either way, you know, whether he's got people directly covering his ass 
or indirect recovery in his ass, it doesn't, it seems pretty clear to me that there's something going on there. Um, not to get all conspiracy minded on it. Cause I've, I mean, people have been saying that for as long as my channel's been up. Oh, he's a honeypot. He's, uh, you know, this, that, and the other. He's being being used to, to gather intel on, you know, potential extremist right wingers. And I mean, it just seems more and more uh, plausible that as time goes on. Cause uh, at this point, if I get, if I get another strike, Apex Gamma's gone. Um, I mean, I've got the reloaded, I've got an Apex Redneck channel <laughs> that I'm, that I'm working on. I'm going to try to do some, some Owen stuff, but some other random shit. Cause I like, I like talking in my, my old Southern accent. It's really funny <laughs> to me anyway. Um, and then Apex, Apex Gamma's Revenge is going to be one too. I think but, they, you know, they go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think they've been trying to find like stuff of mine and, uh, um, and, uh, all they can find is, like, me doing, like, movie reviews and, and whatnot as of late, so, uh... Yeah, right. Yeah, and I mean, I, so, but basically, I've taken a little bit of an, I was banned from uploading videos for two weeks, and that was up, uh, three or four days ago, and I've, I've honestly, I've kind of put it all on the back burner, just because I've had some medical issues both myself and uh family members and i've been really busy with uh the new job we opened a new store and it's just really 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 hectic and i've just been especially once johnny got taken down it's been really demoralizing you know i never never at any point did i think that what i was gonna what i was doing was gonna really affect any actual change but i hoped you know at least within on an individual level like i've said more than once I know the power that one video uh, of Owen contradicting himself can be to, to people that are stuck in his, uh, in his little cult, because I was there once. And that's all I really want to do, and have some fun while I do it. But it becomes a lot less fun when, uh, you know, hundreds of videos that you've put up, in, or in Johnny's case, literal thousands of videos uh, are just wiped from the internet. Uh, so I'm just kind of I'm on the I'm on the fence about how to move forward. I would I would really like to put some more effort into it and make some uh, do some proper edits. And uh, it's actually been suggested that because you know, your uh, our intro uh, our slash intro and then we just post. What's up? Oh, I was just saying you were glitching out there for a sec. Oh, sorry. Um, but be, I think because uh, because Johnny and I just upload Owen's clips, we put our in the beginning, and then it's just Owen talking. Uh, it's it, I think that's why they're able to hit us with impunity because we don't have any kind of disclaimers, verbal or otherwise. So I'm thinking about doing that, you know, making up a a written disclaimer and like a a little verbal disclaimer to put at the beginning of every fucking video. That, you know, this channel does not condone the words of this man. It's a form of, you know, some form of uh, journalism or whatever, trying to document shit. I don't think that that'll make much of a difference, but that's the one thing that people keep saying. They're like, well, you just, it looks like you're just, you know, highlighting all the negative and leaving out. It, it, I get accused of taking Owen out of context all the time and editing his words all the time, both of which I never do. 
out of context, maybe you could say, uh, but I actually put extra effort into uh, making sure that he's in context that, so that you can hear his full thought from start to finish. Uh, and I never, I've never hey, ever Sam? done that. Hey, oh. Tate, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up? We're good. How are you? Good. So, sorry, cut, sorry to cut you off, Avex. I, I'm, I was trying to get. Boy, I'm, I've not introduced guests properly at all for this show. <laughs> but, it's all um, good. I would like to meet the guest. Anyway, so uh, this is Tate, who is one of the former co-hosts uh, on one of the old networks that I started out off on, and then. Uh, his brother Jason is here too, I think. So I, I am Sam. Hey. How are how are Hi, you? Tate. Hi Jason. How are hey. you doing? Doing good. So. We're doing real good tonight, I'll tell you. Tell me. Enjoy, enjoying ourselves, having a couple beers. Sam. Oh, good. Play, playing some video games, petting a dog or two. It's life is good. Sweet, man. And you gentlemen just started a podcast of your own as well. I oh, you better believe it. So, uh, yeah, on tap podcast. Um, we talk about a lot of things pop culture. We talk about a lot of movies, games, reviews, uh, anything you could dream of, really, with pop culture. So, we, we, if it's new, we uh, we talk about it and we cover it, and uh, we have a good time doing it. That's what it's all about, man. And then, um, I mean, I I think I'm one. I think I'm one of the last of us who is still doing political commentary, at least out of our old network. But even my show is like a hybrid now. So, yeah, yeah, it is. I hear you. We're still fully, uh, fully political over here, but not active in it within the On Tap podcast. If that makes sense. Well, th- well, yeah, that that's fine. So you're you're welcome to spout anything here, do or ask any questions or anything like that. So, uh, yeah. Sam, how you doing? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a long time though since we've uh, chatted. So it has. It's. I'm glad to talk to you. We'd love to get you on the show sometime. I'd I'd love to get you got you guys well you guys already are on here so I guess so. <laughs> what am I saying but uh, it's, it's an it's an honor by the way glad to be here thanks so it's as it is for me every time Sammy I I, I wanted to say that uh, publicly thanks for having me on I may be I may have been your second choice but second choice is best choice when it's me <laughs> <laughs> there you go well you well you were you were uh well thanks for uh standing in for my guests who couldn't make it so um, yeah of course man it's that always Sam, a pleasure i gotta ask you guys if you don't mind um and we're a little late on the wagon with this like already and we're gonna have to wait a little little while longer till we cover it on on tap but uh spidey is back in the mcu yeah i was actually gonna bring I that saw up. that i was actually gonna bring that up with my uh previous guest also apex and i were talking breaking bad about a month ago I don't think El Camino had been announced yet at that point. It did. That's how. That's actually how the conversation started. I had never heard anything about it, and you brought it up, and I was uh, literally, literally, almost, almost literally brought to a knee because I didn't, I didn't even know anything about, about it. So that sparked a, a long I am conversation. I'm so excited for that movie. Me too. It's gonna Me be wild. Too. 
it's gonna be great. It yeah, is among the. I mean, I would have to agree. In the, I mean, I want to say it's the best TV show I've ever seen. Uh, in my it's nearly thirty perfect. long years, it is. Yeah, and Vince Gilligan, you know, has got. Apex. That is, that's, his, that's his world. Yeah. Vince Gilligan. Is Apex still with us? I think Apex is in a bad cell zone. But anyway, uh, the audience wants to know how we uh, all met and how we connected. That's a long, that's a long ass story. But I suppose we have some time to tell yep. it. Um, Sam, me and you go way back. Yeah, we go back to twenty twelve. I think. Time. Yeah. That long, yeah. So excuse me, uh, excuse me, Joan Jonestown Bear. You're gonna have to uh, excuse my my memory. I, I can't even I can't even remember how um, you found me initially. I just I, I have trouble remembering that too. Um, I can't remember exactly how it happened. All I know is that it's been like you said about 2012, 2013. Around there. Yeah, I think you. I think you guys found me after the Ben Shapiro interview, and then yeah, you, you, and then we had a network called Junior Factor Nation at the time because we were all still in high school at the time, so we were that, teenagers. That's a, that's a great nation, by the way. And uh, well, I think that nation is abandoned. It's probably like, it's probably just like Chernobyl. Well, so well, then, <laughs> then it was Youth Revolt after that, though. Oh, yeah, and then and then I went on to do NGC kind yep. of on my own, and then that collapsed, and then then 2015 happened, I got hired on, well, not hired as in paid, but I got offered to do a college blog that ended up going Never Trump, and uh, then I found, uh, I got reached, I was listening to Joe Rogan, and, uh, I discovered this Owen Benjamin character, and, uh, as the audience knows how that turned out, there was a whole documentary about that, which I sent Jason the link, and I advise that you guys watch that with, uh, with beers, so, (laughs) with- Noted. With lots of alcohol. Sam, Sam, I just gotta say though, I'm I'm so happy that we have reconnected and that we're kind of you know promoting each other's shows now and kind of working together on this. It's really awesome. Same here. Um, yeah. So I understand you guys having trouble with iTunes, and yeah, iTunes is really, you know, they're kind of. Well, it's my show. They're 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 (laughs) kind. iTunes is kind of faggy when it comes to uh, episode title requirements now. Can I? Yeah. Speaking of that, can I tell you what happened with our show? Sure. We we got rejected because we included in our title, you know, we'd say the title and then we'd say at the end episode three or episode four. And apparently iTunes doesn't let you specify what episode it is in the title. What? Which is ridiculous to me. That's that's because iTunes now has like a separate tag on their end where they tag episode, you oh. know, number. So they don't. Oh, want, okay. They don't want the episode name in the title, and that's why I was going to text you, and then I forgot. So. Um, well, that's why we got rejected. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, it's you know, um, it's weird. So Sam, just just to uh, go back to you know how you and Jason connected at first and stuff. Um, years back, I remember I, you know I was watching Jason do his pot do his political podcast and everything, and I think I, I recorded like one political podcast that I thought I would you know be interested in and and have fun doing and stuff, which I did. But the point, and it's just such a testament to you, is that you saw that I was trying to start something up, and you reached out an olive branch and tried to lift me up, and uh, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I'll never forget it, and um, you said, you know, come on my show if you want, like, we'll talk, and you were just super supportive in, when I was super young, just trying to make my own kind of little thing, and it wasn't great, but even still, you were like, hey, man, like, keep at it. You're doing great. Come on my podcast if you want. I'll give you a shout out. And I mean, I just that's such a testament to who you are and to your character. And to this day, I really appreciate that. Yeah, Sam. And even now, like now that we you know, started on tap and stuff, we we can't tell you how much we really, really appreciate you reaching out and, you know, supporting us and promoting our our show on your show and you know, dropping the link in your description, it just, it really, really does mean a lot, and it doesn't go unnoticed. And we can't wait to have you on our show. Thank you. And uh, with that, your PayPal transaction is complete, so. <laughs> um, no, for, in all seriousness, though, it, it is my pleasure, and, uh, you know, it's, it's also interesting that we're reconnecting now, because, like, I've, I'm still in the political game somewhat, but I've also, like I said, stepped back. I've stepped uh, back a little bit and uh, kind of like reevaluated where I am as a host. I mean, I've picked up a whole bunch of new influences. Joe Joe Rogan is really a big influence on my podcasting style. Uh, I think he's the most natural podcast style you could ever achieve. So. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. I mean, you can't be. In my personal opinion, you can't be blamed for trying to emulate something that's honest and like true. You know what I mean? He he's not perfect, but he's himself, and he does yeah. a good job of being fairly neutral and trying to get uh, you know his guests' information out. Which is yeah, I agree. Awesome. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like when he when he has guests on, like Shapiro or you know someone he might not align with completely on the political spectrum, he respects them, and he you know he has a good conversation with them, and the good conversation makes for a good podcast. And uh, I think he's mastered that, and yeah. you know he he is definitely someone to look up to in the podcasting world. I mean, with without him, I wouldn't have my audience that I do now because that's. How that's how I got sucked into this whole rabbit hole. So, um, well, it's a fun rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Jo- Jonestown Bear. I see you shouting my name in the chat. What? You. Sam, what do you we know? Who that is? What you do know we here tonight? What? 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 What was your question? I said, uh, I, I missed this part of the video. What are you drinking for beer tonight? Uh, I'm, I'm drinking uh, Goose Island. Oh yeah, I'll, oh yeah, I'll, re- I'll rent you Jonestown Bear. Hang, hang on a sec. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking Goose Island IPA. Um, nice. Love the Goose Island. 
That's from my neck of the woods. What's the ABV on that, Sam? So, um, what was your question, Jason? I I said, what's the ABV, the alcohol content on that? It was, it's, uh... It's probably 312. Oh, no, it's 6.9. Oh, nice. That's a good beer. So yeah, and, and I had it. I had a couple core. I had a couple cores before the show, and Love uh, so Sam, it's funny. You know how you were saying uh, Joe Rogan is an influence in the podcast world, and obviously we all agree and stuff. But one of the um, <laughs> one of the other influences who's kind of like the devil on the shoulder in terms of influence in the podcast world is Uncle Joey. <laughs> oh, I love oh. Uncle Joey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Uncle Uncle Joey. Well, and I guess as far as who I'm influenced by politically now in terms of podcasting, uh, Gav- Gavin McGinnis just stylistically is one of my in- influences. So sorry, honestly, so. I, ju- I just love Uncle Joey. I just love watching Uncle Joey because he doesn't give a fuck. You know, he really doesn't care about. <laughs> about about anything, language, really? About anything. <laughs> yeah. No, Joey Diaz is is uh is is one of my favorite people to listen to as well, just because he's. I mean, not only does he not give a fuck, but he is so funny, man. He's used his life experience to the fullest in as far as when it comes to sharing it with other people. You know. He's also a uh, pretty good motivational, you know, speaker too. Uh, like I've listened to a few of his podcast like where he talked his past mistakes and his stories are heartbreaking but they're also very inspirational some of them he's been through the ringer man yeah i mean and and he's he's honest about it and see like that's that is the one thing that i think has kind of changed from when we all started i i feel kind of like when we started podcasting jason and, and tate uh Everyone was kind of expected to take on kind of like a persona of sorts. Yeah. And uh, you know, I I was certainly guilty of that to a certain extent. Um But now I think the podcast sphere has made it so that like, you know, people can just, you know, be more genuine, I guess. Yeah. Um, That's definitely the case with us on on tap. You know, we, we just really try to not take on any particular persona and we just kind of we're just kind of bullshit and talk and just it's almost like we're not even recording a podcast you know it's just as if we're just sitting in a room all three of us and talking about pop culture you know it's it's just genuine for us and i think that's what makes good podcasts it, it is great i do have to critique uh andrew and i know he's not here but i do have to shit on his choice of uh <laughs> drinks what what oh, you see is that coming? What the fuck are you doing drinking white claw, white claw man? So it's uh, I know it's just <laughs> that's the thing. it's seltzer water. So it is seltzer water. I gotta I gotta advocate though. I I have been known to enjoy a white claw or two, but nine. You know what? Actually, probably ten times out of ten, you'll see me drinking a beer on the OnTap podcast. The Jones said there there says I was shotgunning uh. White car earlier. That that's that's a lie. So, <laughs> that's a lie. My my audience loves to bust my balls. Uh, 
So, that's not true, Sammy. That's, uh, well, 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 you're well, you're well, you're nice. Well, you're nice to me. Well, every, everyone's nice to me, but they all they all like to, uh, you know, bust my chops. So, um, Sam, you know what I think is really really cool is that we both got a chance to interview Ben Shapiro. That yeah, and then you know what I mean. How cool is that? Yeah, you you well you 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 got to interview him when he was actually famous. I got to interview him slightly before it was famous, and then what what year did you interview him? Like you said, twenty twelve. I interviewed him in twenty twelve. The the whole reason yeah. why the whole reason why I wanted to talk to him it wasn't because I was interested in Shapiro at all. Uh, Andrew Breitbart, as many of you know, I've done a yearly tribute show to. Breitbart on the anniversary of his death yep. every year. Andrew Breitbart was a huge inspiration to me, and so when I talked yeah. to when I talked to Ben, I simply wanted to talk about how Andrew influenced him. And okay. uh, so and Ben, my 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 biggest criticism of Ben is that he does come off as kind of like a snob sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when I when I talked to him, he was actually like laughing about um, you know Andrew and like how Andrew was a a bit of a joker and how Andrew never took you know anything like too seriously except when it came to yeah. like Antifa and that that's kind of me. I, I like I like to just joke around and like parody a whole bunch of right right stuff. So Shapiro he talks very fast, doesn't he? Yeah, did did you have did you have to, did you have trouble keeping up with him too when you were interviewing him? <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, the um, I will say too that I mean Shapiro, I I I like Ben, but he really it wasn't in even like even before I was a full-on Trump supporter, the fact that he went never Trump really did not sit well with it. Just yeah. because... I, I mean, I, I was, as you know, Sam, I was critical of Trump, but I was never never Trump. You know? Same. Same here, but uh, as I said, the, 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 the conservative blog I was, I was writing for at the time, Red Millennial, uh, may they rest in hell, they went in the they went full on Never Trump, and so they basically made me like a full blown MAGA guy. Just yeah, I, I did it to I did it to spite them. And the uh, the election videos are still the good. The night of the election and the reaction that's still one of my great great pleasures to watch. Just the sheer freak out from the left. Right, so. it's classic. Absolutely classic. Yeah, Dame Pesos's uh, video of the Young Turks uh, election meltdown is still one of my guilty pleasures to this day from 2016. I, I agree 100 percent with that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um, let's see. Hey Sam, I have a question for you. Go for it's it. Kind of jumping from politics to pop culture a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I want to know what your reaction was when you heard that Spider-Man's back in the MCU. Because I was stoked. I was like, thank God, basically. Yeah. So, yep. 
Um, did, you see the, did you see the Instagram Tom Holland posted? No, I I I haven't yet. Have no. you seen um, Wolf of Wall Street? Uh oh yeah oh yes. So do you know the scene? Do you know the scene where um, I forget the main character's name. Yes, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. When he says, "I'm not fucking leaving," and he gives that speech to his whole crew, he's like, "I'm not leaving." Yeah. Tom Holland posted that clip on his Instagram account. <laughs> that in is, regard to the in regard to the MCU news. That is that is perfect. It's so. it's legendary. You know, I I know the question wasn't directed at me, but I feel the I feel compelled to answer it. I you know I actually wasn't that surprised, uh, just because you know the only news that I saw about it in the first place was that the deal went fell through. Uh, but I had a feeling from the get-go that uh-huh. Disney that Disney was not going to give up. Yeah. I mean, without Iron Man, what the fuck do they have? I mean, I know they're banking on Captain Marvel and stuff, right. but but I, I, I had a I had a strong feeling that yep. Spider-Man would be back. I 100% agree. I I called that from the beginning. I said, you know, right when I heard that Spider-Man was leaving the MCU, I said that there's no way this is going to be permanent. A deal is going to be made. It's going to be back in the MCU. Um, but I was still, you know, I was still so, so happy when I heard that it was coming back. Yeah. Now, if only they can get the, uh, the Netflix Marvel universe, uh, if, if they can get the care, if they can get the actor back. Like you're talking about like Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah, yeah, that makes me nervous because I really like Daredevil. I mean, the three seasons were kind of hot and cold, but overall, uh, I really, I really liked it. I oh, really liked yeah. the Daredevil. Oh my god! You, you, it's, it's probably the, it's, it's the Breaking Bad of superhero shows. Honestly, I would, so. yeah, I would, I would put it up there in that same category. Uh, you know, uh, what was the? Uh, I mean, I guess the Punisher stand on Netflix, but. The Punisher was pretty good. I watched a few episodes of that. I, uh, yeah, I do. I do like it. I, I, uh, I admire. Uh, oh, stream quality updated. Nice. I thought the stream had crashed for a sec, but I guess we actually got a boost. Um, yeah, I, I really like uh, John Bernthal as an actor too. So yeah, it, same here. Everything I've seen him in, he's really good. Hey, I have a question for both of you. I'm just kind of curious. Marvel Phase 4, is there any movie in particular that you're really excited about? Or a show? Or show? Nope. Um, I'm just excited for Disney+. Plus. So Definitely. <laughs> you're telling me you're not excited for Strange 2? Um, you know... I, I go mean, ahead, Sam. I mean, I, I, I am, but I'm not like super hyped about it. Um, Doctor Strange, he's like my, he's one of my top five in the MCU. I love Strange. I thought the first movie was awesome. It's totally different. I thought, and, I, and yeah. the fact that Strange Two is going to be a horror is like super intriguing to me. Like it, in the multiverse, there's so much shit they could do. You kidding me? There's so much. Yeah. I was actually not aware that that it was uh, planned to be like a horror, but you know, I mean, the MCU, uh, the extended MCU, you know, uh, movies. They, I have not 
kept up with them as much as I did with the comics when I was growing up. Because uh, I'm older than uh, I'm older than Sam, not that much, but you know, I uh, I mean, like I still haven't even seen all of Endgame, <laughs> so I, and I, I didn't see every every Marvel movie to date. I've caught some here and there, you know, all the most, all the Iron Man movies I saw, and I you know I loved uh, Tony Stark played by Robert Downey Jr. was fucking perfect from the get go. Oh, that, yeah. that got my that got my attention, you know, ten years ago or whatever, however many years ago that was. Um, but I, they just came out so frequently that I couldn't keep up. You know, he is just I about the, the the most perfect casting you can have as a Marvel character. I mm-hmm. mean, Robert Downey as Iron Man is like he nailed it. It's like peanut butter and jelly. It's perfect. And, yeah, um, Sam, I have a question for you. Did you see Zach Angel shit on Iron Man three? Yes, I did. I couldn't believe it. I I have to make a movie recommendation to both of you. I do have to agree with uh, Andrew is, that you guys, if you guys like science fiction, you guys need to watch uh, Blade Runner and 2049. Blade Runner is probably my all-time favorite science fiction movie. I have heard they're phenomenal movies. I've just never gotten around to watching Blade Runner, especially 2049, which is about a five-hour movie. Do, you need to watch Blade Runner first, which is still pretty long, but uh, you guys, well, Jason would like Blade Runner because Blade Runner is kind of a horror movie. So. Is it? I mean, it's not really a horror, but it does have some, like, you know, thriller moments to it. And uh, I can't say much more than that without spoiling a 35-year-old movie that still holds up incredibly well. So, 2049 is the one they just came out with a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, for, ev- for, for everyone that's wondering why I'm not doing political talk, I, I, I did political talk on Thursday's show. Um, I was planning on talking about pop culture stuff anyway on night, but, um, Anyway, uh, also, Jason and Tate, thanks for saving me uh, money on Ad Astra. Oh God, I I had no I had no interest in seeing it, uh, and I I listened to your your review just because I don't care about spoiler reviews at this point. Um, if I what if, a- I, if I like, I'll still go see it, but it just sounded. As dumb as I thought it would be. What a pit of a movie. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, now Seems have to be more and more of that shit these days. Yeah. I will say, though, the one movie franchise that I have been impressed with in terms of, of new movie franchises that have come out within the last few years is uh, John Wick. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Sam, I'm embarrassed to say that I've only seen the first one. Um, well, at least you've seen one of them. I, I think one is still, the, is still the best. The first, I love the first one. Yeah, the first one's excellent. And I've, I've, I've actually not seen the third one yet myself. And the second one, if I remember correctly, I've only seen like the second three quarters of, you know, like I've missed the beginning 
because uh, it's been on HBO and I don't own any of them on on Blu-ray or anything. Uh, but the first one is uh, is is a great movie, exceptional movie in my opinion. Yeah, it it really is. Um, I mean, take I think it was you who said uh, you you just wanted to hang out with Mark Ruffalo. I think that was me. Or yeah, okay. I, I I feel the same way about Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is just a guy yeah. who I want to hang out with. I've I've admired him for a long. Keanu Reeves right long. now is he's America's sweetheart. He he really is. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited. I mean, the John Wick movies are are excellent. Again, I haven't seen the third one, but I've 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 seen enough reviews and comments about it to know that it's it's on par with the first two. But I'm really stoked to see what they're doing with Bill and Ted's newest adventure, for one, and the Matrix, the new Matrix, because they're doing both. Keanu Reeves is doing both of those. Oh yeah, in the near future. Matrix Four. So. Yep. Yep. According to according to Keanu, it's very ambitious in like all capital letters. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but <laughs> I'm I'm glad that they're bringing him back rather than just rebooting it like they were talking a few years ago. We 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 do not need another movie franchise reboot. I'm sorry, but there are already too way too many of the of those. Well, yeah, I mean, if there's anything that's kind of jaded me to pop culture, it's that. You know, everything that I everything that I watched growing up um, has been, you know, they think they can do it better and they just crush it. You know, there's actually one of my favorite pop culture. Well, I'm mostly movie and TV show reviewers on YouTube is called The Critical Drinker. Um, and he's like a, he's an Irishman that that plays like he's drunk when he does his reviews, but he's really eloquent and he's uh very well spoken. He's a he's a writer. I don't know. I'm not sure what he's written, but I know he's written books and stuff. And he's uh, he nails it every time that I, every time he puts a review out about something, it you know it it uh, informs my opinion as to whether or not it's worth my time. Because again, I don't care about spoilers either for the most part. Uh, if you know, because whether you watch it on a video or one of your friends tells you about it, you know, spoilers are it, it's fine. You know, a lot of movies. Again, when I was growing up, there was a lot of things that you you definitely didn't want spoiled. But nowadays, it's like it's a it's it's too the odds are don't seem to be in your favor that it's going to be worth your time. Uh, so spo- I'll take the spoilers over, you know, to know that it's it's worth watching than to go into it blind and just leave the theater, uh, you know, uh, just mad or upset or. Thoroughly unimpressed, or whatever you know, disgusted is another word that I would use for a lot of these reboots. Oh yeah, the the Red Dawn reboot. Yeah, Chris, yeah, Chris, I, Chris Kaufman in the chat goes, they messed up the Red Dawn reboot. Yeah, uh, that movie never existed in my mind. So yeah, there's a lot of those, and I mean the whole. It just, I don't know, it, it, I guess it speaks to our time that Disney, instead of coming up with new shit, I mean, I guess they've got a couple of new IPs as far as their children's, their kids' movies goes, go, but, you know, the live-action remakes of every fucking animated movie that they ever made is just, it makes me sick, man. <laughs> like, some of them, I'm sure, could be good, but, like, 
why do you have to re? I, I mean, why do you think you can do it better now than it? You know, like the Lion King. Well, you know, widely acclaimed as one of the best Disney movies ever. You know, they anthropomorphize some some real life lions that can't emote, and I mean, I don't know. It's I agree. Uh, it, it just it's just the the lack of creativity, the lack of uh, yeah. ambition, originality, originality. Yeah, the the lack of risk taking. Yep. You know, all that shit that made movies, you know, like The Thing, for example, like, uh, and even Alien, the original Alien, all practical effects, mostly practical effects and really ambitious and really artistic. And they stand on their own two feet even now, 30 plus years later. Uh, you know. Hey, well, Sam, Tay and I got to take off. So, uh, we gotta we gotta say goodbye unfortunately. All right, all right, man. Uh real quick, plug your show real quick. Where can we find you? Where can we find you guys at? Oh boy. Yeah, we are at YouTube, Spotify, and Twitter and Instagram. The handles are something Jason will say you went on because I don't know them off the top of my head. I, I honestly don't know them off the top of my head either. <laughs> Here's what you well, do. It's Go on, to um, on tap, right? Yeah, it's it's called on tap. Uh, if you want to find the Spotify page, Sam <coughs> dropped the link in in one of your podcasts a few weeks ago. It might have been last week. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll drop it again this week too. So. Okay, that'd be awesome. I do know though. I think our Twitter is on tap official. Um, we have a bunch of different ones for our different social media accounts because you know, like we're, we're, we're working on the continuity. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm here to help with that. So sounds good. Yeah, if you could drop it in the description, that'd be great. We'd really appreciate it. And thanks so so much for having us on. It was great, great talking with you, Sam. It's always great having a conversation with you, man. Oh, you're welcome. And feel free to come uh, back anytime. I I know that a lot of people still have questions about our uh, you know past relations, so maybe we'll need to take notes and do that stuff because i do want to answer people's questions about that but you're asking me to go back into the memory banks with that folks and a lot has happened <laughs> and, so. and sam we'll have you on our show so that you can call andrew out for having white claws yeah yeah and yeah and it'll be interesting when andrew and i finally meet so but anyway guys take care and thanks for coming on so. All right, fellas. Yeah, have a good night. Nice Sam. talking to you. Sam, take it easy, man. Good to talk to you. And Apex, good to talk to you too, man. You as well. I'll be subbing. All right. All right. Be easy, guys. Take care. So. Uh, and Apex, are you still there? I am still fucking here, brother. Good. So, on to uh, pressing things, though. So, Jonestown <laughs> Bear is, is in here. Uh, yep. I know that. I haven't talked to Owen in three weeks. I've or four weeks. I've I've been good, but uh, you bears. If any of you are listening to this, still, you guys got jovial Sam. Now you're gonna get angry. Well, not angry, but uh, do you guys not see? Do you guys not find it weird at all that Owen hasn't been banned from YouTube permanently? That's all I'm going to ask. Well, you know, again, like I was saying before 
your buddies joined the call, which I was happy to talk to him and happy to change the subject. I haven't, you know, I haven't really thought much about uh, Owen in the last few weeks myself. I've kind of cut myself off completely just just to kind of recharge the batteries and really, you know, center my my thoughts and where I, you know, because I've gotten away from my original format where I would I would be kind of non-biased. And I've had some of my friends in real life that uh, have been subscribed to my channel since I first started it fucking like eight years ago and would do gaming shit that are like, you know, I watch all your videos, man, and I can't believe some of the things that you say about this dude. You know, things like calling him a faggot and uh, things like that, which all things that I feel, but I, I originally started doing the commentaries by being kind of not so much neutral, but kind of like, okay, I, I get what you're saying there, Owen, but you know, this, you know, this or that. And I've, I found myself getting more angry and more and more angry, which I, anybody would have the right to. Uh, but what I was saying though, is some of the commenters that I get are so deluded, man. They, uh, you know, I feel like the people that can be pulled from the fire are probably out of the fire, whether by my hand or Johnny's hand or by their own, um, you know, uh, just good sense kicking in and going, wait a minute, this is not, this is not what I thought it was. Um, and everybody that's left are, I think there's, I don't think there's kids necessarily in his audience, but I think there's a lot of younger people, you know, 18, 19, early twenties. Um, and maybe even younger than that, yeah. that are lost and are, you know, internet warriors. And they, you know, the fact that Owen doesn't get banned, they see as a victory because we get banned and Owen doesn't. So they, they don't see anything wrong with that. They see that as more evidence that Owen is right. And that, uh, you know, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm a gamma that whose life must be so miserable because all I do is make videos about Owen. Well, you know, <laughs> you can say what you want about other people but it's the it's the looking into the mirror part that people that these people seem to have trouble with you know i have no delusions about uh myself and my my past i mean i've been quite open with you and with other people about my past and the life that i live i mean am i supremely happy no but i am not so like i'm not the 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 person that that vox day describes as uh you know, uh, his, his telltale gamma. I mean, whatever you want to call it or Owen for that matter. I mean, I have a pretty, I have a pretty happy life. There are things that I would change, but you'd be, a, I feel like anybody on this planet would be a liar if they said otherwise, that there weren't things about their life that they would change or that they would do differently or, or whatever. Uh, you know, but I think that, um, trying to reason with these people is, a fool's errand almost at this point. Um, so that's kind of why I've been on an, an extra long hiatus to trying to figure out what, what exactly the next step for me is. Cause I like making the videos. I like laughing at him. Uh, cause he is, whether, whether they like it or not, he's he is one of the funniest people on YouTube, just not for reasons, not for jokes that he tells, but because he's just so, he's so Owen. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, even if I just turn into uh, just a clip channel that clips the little the, the bits in between, 
all his hours long hours long nonsense to say just to just to get him saying the things that he says, which is another primary goal of my, has always been a primary goal of my channel because it's when you listen to him for two hours and somewhere in there for five minutes he goes on a rant about you know hurting people or killing people or demonizing people or whatever the case may be um you know i still want to clip that and i want people to see that this is this is what he's actually talking about um, yeah um think- yeah when um i mean the reason i've taken a break from owen is like partially because he gets you know to be nauseating after a while but also I want people to really know what this show actually is other than the Owen Benjamin Rant show, which is, you know, me covering politics and pop culture. And I mean, like, you're right. Owen does, mo- Owen does inspire, like, a lot of young people, too. And, uh, you know, like, I would rather they watch me, though, A, because I am a young person, you know, around their age. And, like... I'm trying to provide them with the same thing that they think they're getting with Owen, which is, you know, entertainment and, you know, pop culture stuff, too. So, you know, I just want people to have a good time and and not hurt anyone. That's it. Well, yeah, you're you're just trying to find your way in the world like like most of us and like most of them. Um, The only difference is you, you know, you do it with minimal vitriol i would say without any vitriol i don't think i've ever seen or heard you say anything that uh, that has made me cringe anything even close to the the mo- most mild things that comes out of owen's mouth but again i think that's why it's this whole internet meme culture he's like trying to embody the meme culture and the conservative movement and uh you know he i mean he's so fake he's so see-through to me and you and anybody that you know has some sense about them and some wherewithal but um yeah i mean i think i don't know dude i i I think you're right you're right you especially of of any of us have a right to uh take a, a hiatus because Again, you can't. You, the, the Whitfield report isn't the Owen Benjamin report. It's it's the Whitfield report. You you know, you talk about things that you're passionate about. The reason I focused so much on Owen though is because I maybe he's not so much anymore, but I I did believe at a point that he was a legitimate threat to conservatism because he was he was an effective LARPer for a while. I will give him that and. Uh, yeah. You know, again, thanks to the uh, to the light Johnny Arcade, you know, or whatever alias he's masquerading, because you you really helped me, you know. And thanks to you, Apex, you real together we exposed one of the biggest, you know, frauds in the conservative movement ever, I think. And I mean, like, I do like to, you know, I do like to make fun of the left and kind of criticize them, but I also try and go after the the negatory people on our side too when i when i see fit so absolutely well and that's what makes that's what makes for good you know commentary political or otherwise whether we're talking about you know pop culture or donald trump or anything anything in between those two things you know i mean um you know 
that's I think what drives me so crazy about Owen and has for a long time. It's his hardline stance. And that's one of the things along with, again, it all goes back to Johnny Arcade and the work that he's done. It's, uh, it's Lord rest his channel. It's starting, <laughs> but, it's starting to drive me some crazy about some other people too. Uh, but I, all, all I will say on that is go subscribe to Philip Wave Radio. So yeah, go subscribe to Philip Wave Radio. That's talk about entertainment, dude. Holy shit! Which, by the way, I was uh, I was saying in Discord earlier, we should get uh, the merch from Philip Wave Radio on the Whitfield Report for an interview. That would be absolute gold content. <laughs> yeah, well, I've. <laughs> He, he sounds like Rick and Morty. So. <laughs> he reminds me of Beavis and Butthead, kind of, honestly. But uh, either way... Uh, that's a little before my time, maybe. But, uh, <laughs> that's right up my alley, man. Yeah. But no, what, what I was... I just got a refresh of what I was trying to say a few minutes ago, in that uh, Owen has reverted back to a lot of his old ways because and i think this is a testament to the work that johnny has done uh and i i don't i don't claim any responsibility for any of this but owen gets put under pressure by the things that johnny exposes you know from a, a podcast that owen did a year ago or, or two years ago and mirroring it with what he said yesterday or today or even a week ago and how you know whether it be that he is a Hillary supporter or that he's pro abortion or that he's, uh, you know, used to go to gay bars with his friend to try and get laid or whatever, whatever the quote was. Uh, it has, I mean, you can see it in his chat and it affects him whether he likes it or not. And it's forced him into, uh, you know, kind of making bolder, uh, moves. And he's, he's kind of reverted back to, he still claims to be, you know, a devout Christian and um, all these other things, but the veneer is falling. My my uh, my favorite Bible is the one in my living room. So yeah, when's the last time you read the Bible, Owen? Uh, well, now you're banned because I can see jabs coming before the hooks, and that was a jab. What? Like you know? Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't uh... think. To be honest with you, I don't think, I don't think he's got a whole lot of time left. He may, uh, he may surprise me and he may surprise us all, but I, I think he's, I mean, with the minimal pressure put on him by people like me and people like, uh, the fantastic Jonestown bear and Johnny arcade rest his channel. Um, you know, the, his his viewers see that shit. It ends up in their feed. And I know that because I was one of them. The Johnny Arcade videos popped into my YouTube feed long before, well, not maybe not long before, but before I was ever anti-Owen. I mean, I was very much an Owen fan. And I watched the first couple of vids that popped up, and I, you know, I, I didn't comment, but I didn't like it. Even the porcelain documentary, I could only watch like the first couple of minutes of it when it first came out, and I was fucking enraged. Because I'm like, oh, they're just fucking haters trying to hate on my fucking, this dude that I like. Uh, and again, I was deluded at the time, and now I know better. But um, those little things spark what's left of people's brain cells to start firing again and go, wait a second. Um, so, and th so they'll end up in his channel or in his chat and say, hey, uh, 
what about this, Owen? What about that? Uh, you know, you said this and you said that. And, you know, he, I can't tell you, I mean, I, I wouldn't even dare to guess how many people have been banned from his chat. But, the, you know, I would, I would also wager that a good 90% of them that do get banned that aren't just trolls using alt accounts are like, well, fuck this dude. And either just quit watching him entirely or end up on our side of the fence. Yeah. You know? Hey, 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 QAnon in, in chat. I'm not, I'm not digging on you. I haven't said any, I haven't said any, anything about, uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're, we're, we're cool here. What, what, look. Owen, I've actually invited Owen on the uh, on the Whitfield report. His invitation is still stands, but I want him. I'd I'd like for Owen to come on the podcast. I will have him on, but I would also like for him to hash it out with Johnny Arcade on stream or in, you know, and have them talk things over. And see what I know about Owen, and this again is the biggest, the biggest thing that bothers me about him. For all the things that he says and all the things that he does, he is a liar to himself and to, therefore, to everybody else. There's no way I could see under any circumstances he would do that because he would have to admit fault. And that's one thing I will, you, I don't think we will ever see him do. Unless, I mean, uh, barring some extreme circumstances that I wouldn't wish upon him necessarily, um, but that would take a level of humility that I seriously don't think that he's capable of. And that, again, is a big problem, not just with Owen, but with a lot of people that I know in life. They're delusional. They, they are liars. They lie to themselves about their place in the world and their influence on it. and uh their position within it you know like confidence is a good thing but there's also a such thing as delusion you know and that's where i think owen stands because he had a a, a privileged upbringing and got to spend you know his first 20 plus years in hollywood and failed at it now he's telling kids not to pursue anything to do with it because uh, he had a bad experience and didn't make it as far as he felt he should have. Well, you say what you will about Hollywood, and most of it, it would justifiably be bad, but that's why we're at where we are uh, because it, in the entertainment industry and the shit coming out of it. It's because it's, uh, you know, it's think tank circle jerks, room wax, uh, with, uh, with, with dudes just looking to make is you know the the whole infinite growth model and uh you know i don't i don't know i don't know where exactly where i was going with that but i mean it just it bothers me that he the the lack of humility he has uh and the lack of understanding that he has for really anything of consequence to people outside of himself you know again it goes back to the uh, the, the gummy thing it never even crossed his mind that doxing people on stream and accusing them of attempted murder was a bad idea because he thought he was in danger. Same with Alan Powell. He fucking, he pulled out, <laughs> he pulled out the blood red carpet for Alan after one video because, uh, he thought he was in danger or he, he used it as a, as an excuse to, to claim to be in danger. And 
and whether he was actively trying to get his audience to do something about it is is kind of irrelevant the fact that he did it and has had no remorse about it is is my problem that's again goes back to the root of of you know what what drew me to start making videos in the first place yeah um you know i'll i'll just say this coming from coming from someone who has been doing political commentary longer than owen legitimately i mean I, i'm younger than owen but in terms of the politics game i'm older than owen i don't mean that as yeah a, i don't mean that as a dig either but like i i i wanted to help owen when he first started because i saw a lot of potential uh but there were just certain little things that you know like dude do you really need to say the n-word like you know 50,000 times a day on twitter uh you know that's not like the free speech are i i get what he was trying to do originally with the free speech argument but the free speech argument is more about ideas rather than just saying yep. whatever and i feel like he never really he kind of kind of jumped before he learned how to walk if that and 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 someone put this pretty well the other day it was one of my friends who watched the uh the poison doc and he said uh he said you know most of us took like one or two red pills and got woken up owen took the whole fucking bottle of red pills and just shoved it in his mouth and oh and overdosed on 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 more than likely more than likely up his ass though to be honest with you let's be real sam he, he shoved that bottle of red pills up his ass that's we know that's what he likes oh yeah well i well i i still would i still you know i still would like him to debate um I, are you still there, Apex? Yeah, I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah, the, the yeah the the screen on your end just went black. That was interesting. But um. Oh, that's because uh, that's because I'm turning my camera on. Oh, okay. Um. What I what I was gonna say is um. You know, Owen had a lot of potential and. Uh, you know, he he wants to say that everyone is a, is a sodomite, but yet, like, he won't debate the one actual sodomite that we have in the conservative movement, which is Milo. So, Whoa, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he hates Milo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, uh, again, I think the, uh, I'm I'm still on the fence about all this. Um, I don't know what the what the future holds, but I I do have to admit that Johnny was right all along when he was talking about well, well fuck trying to wake people up, man. I'm just trying to shame Owen off the internet. Like if that was if the, if I if I had enough confidence to think that I could do something that serious, then that's where I would be. That's that's where my mindset would go from here, because. Uh, you know, he's not doing anybody, including himself or his family, any good, short of the money that he's bringing in right now. 
I think long term is going to be more. It's going to be. It's going to cause more damage than than any than all of the collective good throughout the the time that he's been, you know, doing what he does. Unless, and you know, go oh, ahead. Go, oh, go ahead. I, I I was just gonna say I'm at the point where like I don't even. I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily like Owen, but I don't want anything to happen to him. I I'm at the point now where like my, you know, what I want to do is just I just want to entertain people, and if if the Bears want to come in and just like watch my games, watch me do like you know the political stuff and then movie reviews, like I I talk about the Greta Thunberg thing, like you know if you want to watch if you want to yeah I know that was. That was cringe. Uh, I, you know, I would rather cover gross. stuff That's like that. Gross, man. Uh, I, I feel bad yeah, for that... that kid. She's being used as a political puppet. Um, she is a political puppet, I should say. Yeah, yeah, dude. That honestly, when I watched that, like, it made me. It seriously made me woozy, like dizzy, dizzy, and sick to my stomach watching it because. Just be, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, that's another thing that um, some of my friends have pointed out. Well, it's not, it's not anything new. People have used kids uh, in this manner for as long as I've been alive. You know, whether we're going back to the, the Saudis, you know, dumping babies out of incubators uh, and, you know, everywhere in between. Uh, it's all, it's usually always lies and someone being handled by somebody else and i don't know enough about that girl to know uh who could be controlling her but it it just made me sick watching her read it off and and thanking the uh just the the whole thing makes me just talk about i mean cringe that's like the definition of cringe well as well as george carlin said the human race is going to destroy itself long before global warming does so yeah (laughs) That's that's a good quote. I mean, I I think I'll be long and dead of old age before the earth ends, but you know who who knows? I mean, we have we have a lot more problems than just global warming. So there. Are... Yeah, I would agree. So uh, you know, climate change is uh, is a thing. It's it's documented as far back as geology can can scientifically measure. You know, the uh, climate has always changed. So, I mean, are we affecting it? Yes, uh, sure we are. But there are more pressing matters, I think. And, you know, I have one of my closest friends is a... uh, uh, How do I put it? He's uh, He is the staunchest anti-Trump person that I've ever met in, like, in real life and i've known this dude for 15 years and every time we talk he lives he lives you know you know about a thousand miles away from me now and he's about to have his first kid um and he works a good job for the oil industry of all things but you know every time we talk it always comes back to the same thing we won't we won't be talking politics at all but he will it's like it's trump derangement syndrome it's like the textbook definition Ah, uh, yes. That, and it, 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 it actually kind of makes my head hurt, dude, because I'm not the most politically savvy person. I pay attention 
as much as I can, but I've got other more important things. I'm trying to get my own shit together. And I, I, again, I try to pay attention to the important things and I do my research on, uh, on stuff that I find important, but I don't have all the answers for him, but I also, he also refuses to take any of the answers that I give him. It's always, I mean, it's to the, it's to the degree that he is a Russian, you know, Trump is a Russian agent and is only, uh, only in politics for his own personal benefit. And, um, I mean, there may be some truth to some of that, not the Russian part, obviously that's absolute fucking nonsense. And I've, I don't know how many different ways I can say this to him, uh, but it, it really makes me, it really makes me sad to someone that I, uh, have such a a bond with that goes back so far that is so polar opposite from me on almost everything uh politically um which just makes me think that the whole political game is is exactly that it's just a game it's it's meant and it's working to divide uh friends and family and brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and you it know is. they're uh, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the only, that's the only point that I've been able to hammer home to him anyway, is that, you know, say what you want about Trump, but he's our president, dude. Um, and the whole game, the whole game is fucking rigged, yep. but you know, to say that Trump is worse than Obama or that Trump is worse than Hillary would have been just, I can't even my my brain does not work that well i can't even i can't even comprehend those thoughts um neither can i and you know i i don't i'm not a uh i'm 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 not like the biggest trump supporter there's a lot that he has said and done that i you know have to scratch my head on but when it's all said and done i don't care what the man says i care about what he does uh evil eric actually i don't remember when or where he said this but he said something like most of the most of the complaints that people have about Trump are his social. It's all social shit like the grabber by the pussy and the, uh, the yeah. various other things, the various other things that he said. But when it comes down to policy and what he's doing for the country, that's what matters. And that's where I support him. And that's I mean, I, I couldn't say it any better myself. And that's kind of where I feel uh, myself being right now, you know. And like the idea that I should go and strap a fucking black mask on my face and go start hitting people with bike locks just because they wear a, you know, a MAGA hat or they have more conservative values than I think they should is, is just, it's astonishing to me. And, you know, we're not talking about a dumb person, my friend here, he's, he's among the smartest people I know, but he, he lives in, uh, he lives down in, in Oklahoma and, uh, in a pretty liberal area. And, um, he seems to think that, you know, I don't know. I mean, the conversation would, would literally be reversed. If Hillary were president, he would be a forever Hillary. And I would be a never Hillary. You know, I would be like, dude, how can you not see all these fucking, all this evil shit that she's done and is doing? Um, just like he's trying to convince me that Trump is the, this, you know, the embodiment of Satan on fucking earth. And I, I just can't, I can't endorse that. He's a, he's a person. Um, and maybe the job is too much for one person at this point in, uh, humanity's timeline, 
like that's another thing that Joe Rogan has said that uh, you know I don't know that I fully agree with, but it makes a lot of sense just on its face that you know the idea. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, future nobody is here, and he's already starting fights. So uh, future. Future's just mad that Alan BM to getting Amy pregnant. Um, that's what OJ, <laughs> that's what OJ's white Bronco says. So, um, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, you know, Amy Amy came on to me once, so not really, but uh, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Al, Alan, uh. Alan is Alan's a Alan's a good guy. I want I want to get Alan on the show. Too Alan is a good guy is an understatement. Alan is a fucking hero among cowards. <laughs> he also he also knows how to cook too. Which uh Hey, I know how to cook too. Yeah, well, I I I know how to cook a, a, a little bit, so uh Near, near, I was telling you, I, near, I was trying to get me to do do like a cooking show for a while. So, I've, I've, Dude, I've, how epic! How epic would that be? The Sam Whitfield cooking hour. <laughs> well, there, there's already there's already like plenty of cooking YouTube channels that I love. Um, you know, Sam the Cooking Guy is one of them. So yeah, we could we could cook some meth for YouTube. That's a Jonestown Bear su- suggestion. <laughs> what what's what's cooked jo- Jonestown Bear? He said, "Cook meth." I I am, I am the one who knocked. So, <laughs> I don't think Jonestown Bear has actually seen Breaking Bad, which is, I could be wrong, but I don't see how he couldn't have. Maybe maybe I suppose, but oh my oh my. So, yeah, I am just, I am, I am stoked that that show is coming back. Or no, not that the show is coming back, but that El Camino is coming out. So, um. Well, no, Jonestown Bear, you wouldn't cook the whole batch in an hour. You, you know, you'd, you'd have to stretch that shit out. Not. You know, step by step, episode at a time, man. Not, Come on, you know not, how YouTube works. Not unless you were Heisen, well. No, unless you were Heisenberg, so. Um, a- a- Aaron Paul, though, is a- is just a great actor in general. He is very underrated. Yeah, I would agree. He's uh, he's the probably the second best part of that show. Uh, I've seen actually some reviews where they talk about um, how uh, Jesse's arc throughout the. The show is uh, is is like a a dark mirror to the the Jesus story arc, like a a Jesus type story arc. Um, uh, I can't remember. It was I think I can't remember who the channel was, but it was it was. I found it pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm over the moon that they're they're doing this movie. It's too bad that it's a movie and not like a series, but hopefully it's like a you know. Hopefully they can uh, tie tie some shit together. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jonestown Bear goes, "Bitch, I loved Breaking Bad." Fair, yeah. fair, 
fair enough, Jones Jonestown. Um, <laughs> so, did you did you have a criminal lawyer though? That's my question. And I don't mean just like a a, a criminal lawyer. I mean a criminal lawyer, like a lawyer who is a criminal. Yeah, well, well, that that's that's how Jesse introduces Saul Goodman, though. So. Right. Oh man. But yeah, um, you watched Mindhunter yet? Uh, I'm, I'm going to. I'm, I'm finishing up. Uh, I just watched The Lincoln Lawyer the other night. That movie with Matthew McConaughey. That was, that was good. So. I'm not familiar uh, with that. Sam's channel needs to switch to the Whitfield Review. Uh, otherwise, the conservative news purge on YouTube will kill this. I mean, yeah, yeah, I've thought that too. I, I, I do agree with with QAnon. But I mean, I, I've, I've kind of made it safe somewhat in terms of content. So, if basically if Dennis Miller gets kicked off YouTube, then I'm in trouble. So. Oh hi, puppy. Or I hope that it's a kitty. It's oh. my kitty. <laughs> She's just a big cat. Oh, I was gonna say that's a big cat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's my behemoth. She brings me squirrels every day, and she has no tail. I found her that way. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know, man. Like. Um, I think, um, shit, I don't know what I think. I think that next weekend is going to be interesting. I still don't, I still don't know exactly what's going to go down or what I, what I have planned, (laughs) but, um, that theater is too close to not at least go and try and do like man on the street interviews with people before and after, um, you know, attending Owen's show. I've had just, just. Yeah, I've had people oh. tell me I should do man on the street in general. I don't have set up to do that. So, yeah, well, neither do I. But I have a phone and it records audio and video. So Same that's here. that's what I that's what I plan on doing. OJ's white Bronco. Apex is a cat lady. Uh yeah, yeah, motherfucker. What do you got to say about it? I'm a gamma. <laughs> My cat is a lady. She's a beast, too. I love pussy. That's all. In all forms. Four-legged, two-legged, whatever. I love pussy, too. Yeah, that, that's going to get me banned, taken out of context. So. I, I, just, well, I just realized... I just realized how that sounded as it came out of my mouth. I don't care. <laughs> no, I, honestly though, I, honestly though, I could do, I could do this. I I love. See the the thing about Trump is, as weird as he is, he does like, he does sometimes, uh, reflect my inner monologue. Like when he says, "I love women." Okay, I just love women. I'm like, I got it, Donald. I'm the same way. Yeah, I I love for sure women as well. So, I mean, I think any you know any red blooded man would have to agree with that for the most part. I I'm one of them, you know. 
the the fact that feminists want to disband NFL cheerleaders that is a crying day. Oh. That is that is going to be, to be my next charity cause. Save the NFL cheerleaders. Pro probably. So. Uh. <laughs> anyway, Apex. Well, do you have any uh, other? Do you have any topics you want to bring up, or anything I should uh, mention? It's it's almost midnight here, so we're at we're close to the end of our two hour run here. But uh, no, man, it's been two hours already. That's crazy. Uh, no, I don't, man. You know, I'm just here to to chat with you. I don't. Uh, I'm aimless. I uh, I have I have no <laughs> no topics. Um, I was gonna ask you your your take, well, but it seems pretty it seems pretty obvious, which is the reason I haven't brought it up. But the the most recent round of impeachment talks, what your what your thoughts on on all that was? Um, but oh again, the oh the impeachment talks, yeah. Let me let me cover that. Um. Uh, impeachment talk. Well, uh, let me put it to you, let me put it to you this way. I watched. I don't know if you're familiar with Razor Fist uh, on YouTube, but he's I one of my favorite. Yeah, I'm, he's one of my favorite uh, commentators in general, just because he's. Uh, I like his style, but uh, he uh, he posted a video talking about it uh, just a couple of days ago, like right after Pelosi. Uh, you know, went on TV and was talking about it, and he seems to think that, uh, or at least his idea is that, um, aside from all the 4D chess memes and all that other shit, he thinks there's there, there's no way that Trump didn't like set this up uh, in some form or fashion to to give himself uh, a win, knowing how the media would react and how the Democrats would react to, because I mean the transcript. He released the transcript, right? And then they wanted more of it, so they gave him, you know, they they edited out the ums and the uhs and the ands, you know, originally, and gave him the whole thing, and nothing that they claimed was, was in there is in there. So it just, uh, it seems like, uh, again, according to, uh, according to Razor Fist, it's like, it just seems... kind of, I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember the exact, the exact way he worded it, but I, I found it fascinating because, you know, they keep pulling this fucking weapon out and shooting themselves in the foot, whether it be impeachment or Russia or whatever else. You know, now he's a Ukrainian agent. So wh what happened to Russia? I, I mean, it wasn't I feel like it was fucking a week ago that he was still <coughs> excuse me. He was still a Russian agent. Here, here's my big question: Why are we flash? Why are we flashbacking to the 1980s all of a uh, sudden? Like, I, I'm hearing Russia, Ukraine, and like, granted, I, granted, I did say, granted, back in 2016, I did say during the election that like that Trump would be my generation's, our generation's Ronald Reagan in the 80s, and yeah. that like I was glad that 80s nostalgia was coming back, but like. For God's sakes, I did not expect 80s nostalgia to come back this hard to where we were talking about in our foreign policy. So. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. I think whatever, the, however it all came about, I feel like just like uh, the Mueller report and just like basically everything they've tried, almost everything they've tried to use against the president 
is going to get him reelected in the long run. Seriously, like I feel like that's the one thing that makes sense being so close to to twenty twenty. Um, where it's like, well, you know, there's a lot of gray area. People, you know, people that aren't Trump supporters would vote for uh, somebody that wasn't Hillary and also not Donald Trump. You know, uh, he's stacking the cards. The cards are stacking in his favor. The more they they try to to bury him on unjustly. And that's the other thing that I stand on. It's like, you know, when the whole establishment is going so hard at somebody with no uh, with no coming to no fruition whatsoever, that, that tells me. I don't know all the facts, but it tells me enough to know that I don't want that person to get wiped off the planet because there's there's something going on there. Um, well, when you, you know whether he's go ahead. Well, when you have a political friends too, like I do, calling me the calling me this week and going, I don't see what the big deal with Ukraine is like in general. Like, why are they important? You know, there's nothing there. Like, the left is acting like Ukraine is some big scandal, but like. There's, there may be like 0.1% of the population that cares about Ukraine, but the rest of, pe- of people don't. And so I don't think it's a, as much a scandal as people in the media are making out, it out to be. So. Well, I mean, wasn't the whole thing that they, uh, like Trump, the supposed, the, the story from the Democrats was that Trump offered a quid pro quo to the Ukrainian president to offer up damning information on uh uh joe biden's son or something to that degree or they they you know he wanted him to remove somebody from the from ukrainian office in order to uh you know again throw a wrench in the biden family's gears because you know joe biden's son is a is like a ceo of a ukrainian fucking company i think or something like something like that man I, i can't remember exactly yeah, okay, for all the people freaking out about that I brought up Reagan, I'm not saying that Reagan is perfect, I'm just, what I was, I was speaking more to the fact that we're living in like a 1980s kind of like nostalgia era again, and that, yeah, so, uh, if you've seen my reviews on Narcos, you know that I do have some criticisms of Reagan too. Specifically with the drug war, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's that's pretty much. Uh, that was the only other thing that I like. I actually wanted to talk to you about, but I would have been happy to have that conversation uh, elsewhere, just because I wanted your. Oh no! Uh, no I'm I'm always I'm always happy to have it. So you know. And oh they, well, Alan, Alan, Alan actually hits it right on the head. He says, first time I heard of the newest impeachment agenda, I was like, wow, they must really not be confident in winning in 2020 if they're trying to impeach him right now before his term ends. And yeah, that's, you know. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, too. Well, here's the other thing, too. The one candidate who I want to see, who I would want to see in the Dems, they're not going to allow, they're not going to allow to even have a chance in the spotlight. Um, and that's Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard is the only, I'm not endorsing her, but 
I much prefer Trump over her, but Tulsi is, is the least obnoxious. Like, I would actually give Tulsi a time of day to listen to what she has to say. Uh, right. Uh, everyone else is just, I don't take him seriously at all. So. Well, there's not much to take seriously. But yeah, I'll I'll let you go, man. Um, it's always uh, always a pleasure to come on and talk to you, man. I uh, I actually I actually miss doing it. I'd I'd like to do it more often. That, so that, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. So yeah, it's, uh, it's a pleasure as always. So uh, all right, well, much love, man. I hope you have a great night, chat. Much love to you guys. Um, we'll we'll see you guys soon. All right, thank you. All right, good night, man. Yep. Alrighty, folks, and uh, let's see. Let's uh, uh, clap windows here. Okay, folks, and uh, with that in mind, we are about uh, two hours in, and well, I'm one hour and forty-five minutes. So I think we're gonna call it a night here. We've had a uh, good show. And I want to thank everyone for coming in and uh, joining me tonight. Thanks to everyone who has subscribed, and thanks to all the uh, new folks who have come in, too. So, oh, seven to y'all. Uh, good night. God bless. God save this great nation. God freedom legacy in that order, as Mr. John Neer likes to say. And uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night. God bless, and God save this great nation. I'll see you next time on the Whitfield Report. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show. You can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show. Or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page. If you can support the podcast, I really, really appreciate that. Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.